Okay. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Scott Brown, and that means I just moved to Paris. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, you can have the microphone a little closer, not perfect. All right. Okay. Okay, now the sound is, now the sound looks good. Okay. I'm taking my pod virginity. Yeah, I am. First podcast here. We're in Many Amsterdam. Many virginities being taken tonight. Club virginity. Um, and what the fuck else was it? Uh, the flea market? No, I don't think it was that. Um, there was something else, but either way. Um, Hostel. Yes! I am the first person to have have Scout stay in a hostel, first person to take Scout to the club, and I am the first person to have Scout on the pod, which is very exciting right now. Because I just think about it like, okay, so I've seen London, I've seen France, I've seen plenty of underpants in my day, but like, so I've been to London and I've been to Wales, and if you've been to London, you've been everywhere in the UK, and I I feel so pretentious saying that. Do not get me wrong, because it's like many people have been you know, not as lucky to travel the same way that I have. Um, this being said, though, I am, A, about to get, like, a ton more travel in, and B, I'm just, I'm having, like, culture shock in the best way here. Yeah. I feel like the culture shock is real, like, and it's not, like, initially when you arrive, I feel like because I, like, grew up near, like, a bigger city that, like, it's been easier for me to, like, acclimate to no, people around that. me, like, it's speaking languages I don't understand. It's like, used to be, like, the the niche things about the city the things sure. that make the city yes. the city because we're both city girls city girls yes um i think amsterdam's been really cool so far um we just got back from the flea market we both got j- different we both got jackets um scout got like a romper and a shirt and then i got, I got a cute shirt for one euro yes it was literally one euro like we were both shocked but it was really cool um i had some weird fried meat thing i don't know really what that was but got yeah weird fried meat weird things. fried meat things um only in amsterdam only in amsterdam are you gonna find some really funky dutch food but yeah i feel like i've had a lot of people request like you know cultural differences between america and europe like do you have anything you want to share what is there not to share at this point? I mean, so when I when we say that I just moved to Paris, I mean, um, we touched down, Mom and I, on um, the 12th, and I am... It's the 16th, for context. Yes, uh-huh. So, and then, of course, I go straight to Amsterdam um, after, like, three days of being in Paris. I love my mom, but I think we, we needed a break. Um, but it was, you know... It was an amicable breakup. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, and so I have just been in love with Amsterdam. Um, I mean, but Paris, you know, it has its own personality. And I have been, technically I've been to Paris four times. It's just this time I'm, like, not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when I say I have a studio apartment... A studio puts it kind of generously because there's not even a bathroom. Like, it is one room. Everything I, you know, everything I hold dear to me right now is in one room, including this, like, little um, replica of my dog. It's like, it feels like having a taxidermy animal staring at me because it was this handmade, like, stuffed animal but low-key it kind of comes in clutch because like sometimes you just need your dog 
and yeah i miss my dog i know that is definitely one of the worst parts about living abroad because it's not just that my dog is in another state my dog is a continent away mm. um and you know i've like i've made the place pretty spiffy and my rent is like 900 euros a month um we have a really nice landlord and it's it's a good situation because i i know people who have gotten worse apartments with crazier landlords at the end yeah. of the day because in paris you're gonna get you're gonna get a small place regardless no matter what most of the time but it's just about like if it's worth the money and i'm coming to paris from Boston. So honestly, the rent here, even for like a tiny place, it's still like nothing. I've been told by like Parisians that the housing crisis is getting worse, and I'm like, I wouldn't notice. This is a <laughs> this is a fucking steal. Yeah, you got lucky. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I I couldn't be happier, but it's. It's so fun getting to be like a pretentious European now, like you know, um, rubbing it in the face of every middle school bully who had a Paris-themed bedroom. Yes, <laughs> all the two thousand eight bitches with that like hot pink, black and white Paris-themed bedroom. Yeah. Uh huh. It's mm. like those people are paying attention to me, and I'm not even—they're not even on my radar. It's like, sorry, who? Yeah, I know. Um, but. This has just been such a lovely little excursion, well needed before the school year starts. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're starting late. How long have you been in school again? Um, it's been, I think this is my third week. Yeah, I don't know if it's just because American fourth week schools of classes. start early or, because it's, it's not necessarily, it's like the European experience of a an American school. Yes. Like, mine's an American school in a European country, but, like, European schools that are near us, like, outside my window, I can see, like, all the kids walking to school, and, like, they didn't start until, like, September 6th. Yep. I mean, I, I'm kind of in disbelief at how much later I start than, um, than anyone else, but it's, like, it's nice I get to just, like, kind of bool around Paris for a minute, like... What's life without a little bool? I know, a little, just a little, a little bool. The people can bool as a treat. Yes, yeah. as a treat. As a treat. I should bool. I should yes. bool as a treat. I, I have been very big on treats lately. Just like yes. treating myself to just a little thing. If I see something I want or someone I want, I just let myself have it. Like, yeah, it's not? a treat. Life's too short. It's like I... I am in control of my destiny. I can have a treat if I want to. Exactly. I think, like, another thing that has been a big aspect of my, like, kind of culture shock here is that, like, I don't know. I've honestly had a lot more luck in Amsterdam with just, like, the vibe here I think is very, like, artsy and, like, unique. I I think you said that, like, you think it's, um, what did you say? It was, like, the, uh, the... San Francisco. The San Francisco of Europe, which I think is very true. I horny would say... Horny Weed City. Yeah, Horny Weed City. Yeah, it's, like, it's everywhere here, you guys. Like... The whole, like, everywhere smells like weed everywhere you go. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, little... There's just, like, shops everywhere that sell, like, 
knickknacks and like paraphernalia and it's just like you're like coming from america especially you're like what is this place but um i also think that like it so yeah in amsterdam it hasn't been as big of an issue for me but i like in luxembourg especially like you are like glared at as an american like they glare at you even though like luxembourg is a country full of immigrants from all over europe like half the people who work in luxembourg don't live in luxembourg like full of full of immigrants from all over europe who like speak a variety of languages and like but as americans like we are like glared at and it's like all right like you look like you're literally dressed in your king kylie era right now like i don't think that like anyone has any permission to stare at each other the national language of luxembourg so there's luxembourgish is a language it's kind of like a dialect between german and french um Uh but um a lot of people there speak french or german yeah Sorry, we're in the hostel. We had housekeeping come in, so just had to take a brief pause there. But um, shit happens. Shit does happen. Yeah. Um, shit has been happening. Shit has been happening. Weekend. This weekend, like, was actually so I like unloaded on Scout the entire saga of like, like why I no longer speak to someone who was once a mutual friend of ours, and like I've never seen your jaw like on the floor for like as long of a period of time. I appreciated vulnerability very very much yeah um it was it was truly a a bonding moment especially considering so the past 24 hours have basically been um us getting ourselves into situations except yours were due to circumstances entirely outside of your control and me i was just being a little instigator yeah as a treat i like so my like trains i had to deal with like three hours worth of train delays like on my way over here like my original train was delayed for several hours. like could take 30 minutes could take three hours and i was like i'm gonna miss my connection in belgium like i don't know what i'm gonna do ran into some other girls went through liege which was awful they kept changing the train platform we're watching these like band of pickpockets like pickpocket people and run around and change their shirts and come back and like they were watching us and we were watching them and it was so spooky because like they were just like creepy and like i don't know then we like went outside for a minute and then there was still another pack of pickpockets like we were watching them like go around like if you're sitting there and just observant of your surroundings then like you can see that like these people are not even caring to hide themselves but if you're just like walking through like they will take advantage of you it's crazy because i'm sure they're used to tourists yeah i'm sure i mean i think apparently like in the summer the um tourists like it pickpocketing is worse in the summer because there's more tourists around um which i think is interesting but also makes a lot more sense for sure i mean paris is known for the pickpockets Um, yeah so i had kind of a freaky experience with um so my grandma took me to paris back in november um to check out like the campus of my school which is like it's tiny, so wish me luck, because not that many people, and, you know, I just, I want to make sure I'm on everyone's good side, because mm-hmm. otherwise everyone's going to know. But, yeah, especially um, at such a small campus. Yes. So small, but so cute. And so my grandma came with me, and literally, we were just taking the RER um, to our hotel, and we were in this elevator with all of these heavily pregnant women, I suspect, that at least a few of them were actually pregnant, but it was, like, five pregnant Romani women, and then we Apparently that's a pickpocketing scam. Yes, we get out, and then these, like, gendarmes with these huge guns, they show up, like, padded up, bricked up, 
and they're like, we need you to put all of your belongings down. And we were starting to freak out, and they were like, no, not you guys. You're good to go. These are pickpockets. And, like, I, Grandma and I, we still talk about it. It was, I've never seen anything like it. That's insane. Yeah. Like, this elevator full of heavily pregnant women, and all of a sudden, all I know, there's cops. Yeah. Um, well, so when at our um, school back in like Luxembourg, we had like the U.S. Em- two people from the U.S. Embassy come and like scare us. Um, and the one guy was like, "You see a pregnant lady? You ru-. he he was from Boston. He had like a thick Boston accent. Like, you see a pre- I can't do a Boston accent. Like you guys at the point. Like you see a pregnant lady? You run the other direction. Like she's got fake arms. Like you know you got little hands going through all your belongings, like all your pockets and shit. Like he was freaking everybody out. Crawling out of the crawling out of the vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with the first breaths, you know, grabbing the zipper, undoing my wallet, you Bye. know? Oh, my I God. I can see it. I can see it so clearly. <sighs> it's just, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't understand why you would want to do that. Like, be a pickpocket. I know. Sounds like I, a lot of fucking work. Especially I'd rather work at McDonald's. Let's just say that at least a few of these women are pregnant. Like, why are you putting children into the world knowing that in order to support yourselves you and your children are going to be living off of stealing yeah like i just i would feel like such a shitty parent like i you know but some people we've talked about some people feel no societal obligation feel absolutely no regard for any life be it human or you know anything else yeah truly just you know living in their own bubble of wallowing and feeling sorry for themselves some people generally do want to be miserable they love being miserable dude you you're you will never ever find anyone worse than the person with the eternal victim complex because oftentimes those people they never grow out of it no they never do Mm-hmm. They'll always try to drag you down with them. It's like, it, it's like I recently, um, like this past summer, ended my friendship with someone who is the eternal victim. Like, will always be the victim in their minds. And like, that's like the thing that everyone says about her is they're like, oh, she plays the victim. Like, she will always, always, always play the victim. Even people who don't even know her are like, she has a victim complex. Yep. Yeah. Uh. And there's just, there's nothing you can do about those kinds of people. But, um, it's weird being in a position of, like, when you never truly got to know someone anyways, and so you you wouldn't know them well enough to know the signs. You wouldn't, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, you never got close enough to see the ugly side. Like, I think about that a lot, because, you know, um, especially, so I moved to Paris from Boston after, you know, and, like, Boston, it's such a, like, college culture, and so, you know, it's, like, everyone is annoying about the school that they got into, everyone, their school is always their favorite, they're, like, oh, you know, I'll talk to people from X, Y, and Z school, but Northeastern people are my favorite, Emerson people are my favorite, you know, and, but, like, Berkeley people, Berkeley people were far from my favorite, like, Oh my god. So, <laughs> first I gotta tell you the towel rack story. Um, what is the towel rack story? So, um, the chick who ended up taking my crush to formal, I invited 
her and another friend to a Northeastern party. And then, um, so they ended up inviting this other girl that I didn't know well. And so we were all pretty hammered, but we were in the bathroom. She already like, the chick clogged the toilet and she, she didn't even, like, have to shit or anything. She just, like, peed and used a lot of toilet paper. That's so fucking annoying. I know. And then she saw this pole in the bathtub just kind of, like, sitting there. And so we weren't the ones that took it out of the wall or anything, but she saw it there, and she was just, like, holding on to it during the party. And, you know, I just kind of thought that it was going to be, like, returned. And plus, I was fucked up, but, like... So it wasn't my job to babysit these chicks. No, it's 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 never your job to babysit yes. them. But also, this was at a party with people that I didn't really know that well. And, you know, I was hoping to make some friends and whatnot. Um, and then, so all of these people end up leaving without me. Uh, because what happens is there's this other chick that's supposed to meet us at the party. And she meets us at the party but like her boyfriend is sitting waiting in the car and then the and the like this one chick goes out to look for her but then um like she doesn't end up coming back because she ends up meeting up with the boyfriend and then they're all like oh well we'll just like go see the boyfriend and then they bring what turns out to be the towel rack with them and, um, so eventually, I'm, like, chilling, I'm vibing, I'm pretty fucked up, I'm drinking, like, vodka, Sprite with grenadine, pretty much a, like, fucked up Shirley Temple. Yeah, um, Dirty Shirley. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I was slamming some Dirty Shirley's, uh, shout out, rip Shirley Temple. Literally uh, rip in the chat to Shirley Temple. I know! She ate with that one. She truly, she knew what she was doing, and so, um... Yeah, so I'm literally just minding my own business, and then the party stops all of a sudden. I guess I was outside smoking when cops came. Oh, shit. Um, but, like, by that point, you know, they they left. It was, like, whatever, but they were like, okay, it's 1 a.m. Y'all need to get out, and somebody took the fucking towel rack, so you guys are all going to have to, like, pitch in, help us pay for, you know, a new towel rack. Towel racks aren't that expensive, but it's that plus getting it, like, installed, whatever. Yeah. Like... And I start sobbing because I know who did it and I am so drunk and I have such a dirty, like, you know, or I have such a complex about just feeling so guilty, just feeling like the shittiest friend in the world. No, I've said this before to like other people and, but like if I were like an emotion and inside out, my emotion would be guilt. Yeah. And so, um, I, <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I tell the host of the party, and I'm, like, in tears, but I was so fucked up that I was like, let's take a .5 selfie to commemorate this. So I have sticky tears all over my plate, or all over my face, and I'm wearing this, mic no, Mac hoodie, because my grandma was a fucking Apple developer in the 80s, and I have this, like... That's so sick. I have this sweatshirt that, like, easily retails for, like, over $1,000 on eBay. 1983, like, vintage, you know, Mac developer swag. So I'm wearing, I'm wearing that over this black cocktail dress and then this, like, crochet cherry hat. And I am sobbing. And because I was like, 
that you want coming to your house for a party. Like, those are the kind of people that ruin house parties and for everyone. I never got invited to another Northeastern party. Like I, because of those other people that you brought? Because I, I stayed in contact with some of the Northeastern people, but we never stayed close. Like... Wow. I know. Like, we were talking about this. You are who you're with. You, you are who you hang out with, yeah. Like, birds of a feather really do flock together. Like, if you... I don't know, just, like, yeah, you can dislike this friend of yours so much, but, like, it's still your choice that you continue to hang out with them and be associated with them. Like, don't just don't hang out with someone that you don't like. It's that easy. Like, it doesn't matter matter how much history you have. Or, like, I don't know. I think, and then if you're hanging out with someone that you don't like for a specific reason, then you're using them and you're just as bad as they are. Yes. Yes. And it's so hard, like, when you have that history, but, like, it's just, it's never worth it to hold on based on what someone used to be or yeah. not even just that like the the rose tinted image that you have of them nostalgia is such a drug like blinder yeah yes. it's a blinding drug yes like sometimes i'll think of someone who's really done me dirty and like i'll like look back on like the past and i'll be like oh my god i really miss them and then i'm like couldn't have been that bad couldn't have been that bad it could have been that bad no it was it was that bad <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, yeah, I, like, don't think that... I think people who, like, go to house parties and, like, just to destroy shit, like, no. This isn't Project X. You're a piece of shit. I know. It's, like, and honestly, it's, like, that's so high school. It is like, so high school. Because, especially, you know, I never got invited to Ragers in high school, but, like, you know, you had to have seen some shit in Park Ridge. Like... <laughs> I mean, it wasn't really anything awful. Oh my god, no, wait. This one time there was a party and um this guy's this guy he was friends with the host. Like they were best fucking friends and he ate his goldfish. <laughs> like a living breathing goldfish. He took it out of the tank and he ate the goldfish. I think it, this guy was like crazy. Like he was I don't know what like the parties that I was going to like senior year of high school was like the most like interesting and like odd group of people. Cuz that was like COVID was, you know, starting to die down, and we were all just, like... Oh, no, wait, this was junior... This is the summer going into senior year, or, like, uh, junior... Beginning of junior year, yeah. No, for sure. End of junior year, end of junior year, yeah. So, like, right before COVID, and then, like, the beginning of COVID. Yep. Uh, no, I wasn't going to parties in the beginning of COVID. My timeline's skewed. Yeah, no... It, I don't know. You get the point. Here's the... The pandemic, it messed with all of our senses of time. Like, yes. It's funny, because... 2019 to me feels like yesterday and like 2020 2021 even last year feels like years away and yeah 
the the worst part about 2019 is the only reason I remember it as clearly as I do is because of a situationship I was obsessed with all year. And so I remember what I was doing, what I was thinking, what I was feeling, like, every single fucking month. Mm -hmm. And yet, I don't have that for any other year, so... That's interesting. I know! Yeah, like, I think about, like, the idea, like, oh, 2020 wasn't that long ago, 2021 wasn't that long ago, even. And then I think about what the things I was actually doing at that time, and that feels like a really long time ago. But the year itself, it doesn't really feel like time is passing, but, like, when I look back on, like, the time itself, like, time has clearly has passed. Next year, 2019, is going to be half a decade ago, and I'm going to wow. throw up and then kill myself and then throw up again. Oh, my God. I can't. I feel like 2019 was such, like, a nostalgic time because it was just filled yeah. with, like, like, I don't know, like... Pre-pandemic. Pre-pandemic. It was, like, the last year that we had that was pre-pandemic. Like, a lot of us, like... Like, I know you don't have a driver's license, but, like, that's when I got my driver's license. Like... I was able to, like, drive around with my friends all the time. Like, going into, like, being an upperclassman in high school. Like, the Visco girl thing. Like, TikTok yeah. was a thing. Like, so, that summer summered so hard. Like, a season of Stranger Things came out that summer. Like, we had a lot going on. But it's so funny because I, I saw a meme the other day. It was like, we should convene a Nuremberg trial for the Brockhampton summer. <gasps> Bye. Like, 2018. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. Literally, boy, bye. Literally, boy, bye. Oh, my God. I know, like, I, it would be, like, it would be 8 in the morning. I could see my breath walking to school and, like, boogie by Brockhampton would be blaring in my earbud, earbuds. And I'd just be, like, this is so not the, a morning vibe. And I'd be wearing such an interesting array of stripes. Like and when, like, sugar came out. Oh, my God. What of 29. Like... It's funny, so I didn't, like, I had only listened to a few Steve Lacey songs in 2019. I love but, Steve like, Lacey. I love him. Now I love, I feel like all of my favorite artists, like, released in 2019, but I wasn't listening in 2019, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, if I had had access to this album, I would have been so much more annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, hmm, what could I do to be more annoying? Like, I, I sometimes I think back on things and I'm like, I love myself and I think that I have a great sense of humor, but I'm sure that there is a, a niche of people that find me so incredibly fucking annoying. But, like... What can you do? You're If, if nobody finds you annoying, then you're uninteresting. If you yes. don't have... If, if everybody likes you, then you're boring and you have nothing to it's offer. It's not even just that. If everyone either likes you or is neutral on you. Yeah, like, no, you don't have any enemies. You don't have any haters. Where's the controversy? I know. So you don't have any derisive opinions about anything at all? So you're drawing that? Yeah. Oh. <gasps> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a question that I want to... Here's a series of questions that I want to ask you. All right. Would you rather date an improv comedian or a DJ? Improv comedian, because I just watched Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, my favorite. I do love that show. My fa- I binged it in like a month. Sunny my favorite. Bruce. Oh! My, no, Lenny Bruce is what it was. That's his name, yeah. Lenny Bruce. Sorry, it's been a couple years since <laughs> How I dare watched you? it. No, it's okay. Sacrilege. Um, close enough. And I have convinced myself on many different occasions that I could totally do stand-up, but then I um, I don't write down my bits. Neither do I. Um, but I, I I'm like I in know. the moment. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm funny in the moment. Yes, I'm, like a, I'm like funny as a reactor. Yes. Although my big thing has been... Um, ever since I found out my great-grandfather was Jewish, it's like, oh, so I have the hair and the bipolar disorder, and I don't even get the huge rack. 
right should be fucking illegal like no are you serious so that's been my like my thing um and then so i oh my god i thought that i missed out speaking of the big boob gene just to interject really quick my mom's sister has really big boobs and i thought that i just i made a joke to her about like missing out on the big boob gene and she was like no abby her tits are fake and that was when i found out after years i had no idea that my aunt had fake boobs like i had no idea that was like you 2019 that I found out this out about your family. 2019, I found out that that same aunt a had had fake boobs. Um, I also found out that same year that she had been married and divorced for like literally a Kim Kardashian amount of time. Like she had been, mar- I think it was she was married for like under 70 days. Good because the her. guy he they never talked about it. And he was like, "Will you marry me in a public setting?" And she was like, Sh- "Okay, sure." Yeah, she was like so freaked out, which like honestly, don't blame her for that. But she's just like rich and like lives with her like pets in arkansas like for real um i also found out um literally this last summer that like she's on ozempic so you know what ozempic is right ozempic (laughs) i feel like i bring up ozempic to people and i'll be like oh my god do you guys think mini face too no for real i would ask people like do you think mini kaling's on ozempic it is the new buckle fat removal like what the hell was her name from glee when she like posted up with a like looking face leah michelle i just know she'd be eating sheet metal and she does look like she eats sheet metal her and jackie kennedy both are eating sheet metal together in the corner but like wait so do you think mini kaling's on ozempic I haven't thought about Mindy Kaling in, like, half a decade. Sorry. So fair. Sorry, Mindy. So fair. Um, but honestly, like, I bring up Ozempic back at Miami, and, like, people are like, what are you talking about? What's up? Oh, my gosh. I just, and I'm I, like, well, your mom probably knows a lot about it, but, like. Oh! Oh, yeah, maybe ask your mom. The new your mom jokes. It's the new era. Yes, a new era of your mom jokes. Like, I don't know. Like. I don't know. I, your mom joke will always do it for me. Like, oh, yeah. man, not as blank as your mom last blank. Yes. La, la, la. I don't know. But, um, okay, another question. So, wait, you, you were talking about why you would rather date an improv comedian than a frat DJ. I feel like what would, what would suck, though, is we would constantly be trying to out-funny each other, but... Okay, I'm sorry, I just noticed there's gum on the hostel bed, like, above... Um, <laughs> oh, on the so metal? Stuck their gum oh my god, because I didn't see it on the mattress when I checked for bugs. No, yeah, Damn. But, yeah, it's on the metal, so it could be worse, but it's like. Yeah, two things for living in a hostel, you guys. Um, bring shower shoes, bring a lock for your locker, and check for bugs under your bed. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. No, for real. No, but like, actually, like, they used to say it to you as a kid, and then, like, now it's real. <laughs> and you're yeah. like in your 20s and traveling, and like not letting the bed bugs bite is a very real thing but yeah i also feel like if i were to date like i feel like like my type of like men is like people that can make me laugh or like have a good sense of humor just like goofy in general like just makes them entertaining and like i the but the world I, is hard on goofy silly whimsical men yes my pussy can fix them <laughs> okay I, um, but, like, with a, like, improv comedian, I feel like they're, like, funny in a professional way, and at least they believe that they are. They're just, like, a different kind of funny than, like, goofy funny, and that, like, I feel like, I I agree, like, we'd always be trying to, like, out-funny each other, or, like, they would always have to get the last laugh. Yeah, so that would be, it would be threatening. I... I, I could, could see dating an improv comedian. Either, no. I would much, like, I couldn't settle down, but I would definitely be, like, because... I wouldn't mind, like, a, um, like, I can't see Annie Hall the same way, but, like, you know, like, a little toxic situationship with a guy who thinks he's the funniest guy in the room, like, I could handle that for a few months. 
I agree. I mean, maybe a few months, but I ultimately think that, like, the downfall of a relationship with a person like that would be, like, because... Like, because, like, they would always, they would feel butthurt if, like, you made a funnier joke than them. Oh, yeah. Even if it was, like, one time or two times. Yeah. They would always be butthurt about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, next one. Would you rather, okay, frat president or acapella club exec? Um, frat president, because honestly, I just, like, I would be like healing your, big... that's, like, healing your inner child, yes. honestly, I'm not gonna yes. lie. Like, healing why are you into frat guys? Like, it heals my inner child. School. Yeah. Like, plus, oh my gosh. So that situationship I was obsessed with in 2019. I'm not. I'm not like loving your use of the word situationship because I'm not gonna lie, Scout. Only in any anything that you would call a situationship, only one of you calls it a situationship. But don't get me wrong. I know, but um, he like uh, his frat got cease and desisted. He has um, he has a mid girlfriend. He travels to overcompensate. Because he's a finance bro and you can afford it. And I'm friends with the son of the lead singer of his favorite band. Per. Like, it, that is, the like, L and ratio and all of that. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you lost. Yes. Is this loss? Is this loss? No, I... <laughs> I still, I still will say that sometimes, and again, it's again, like, the Miami culture where they're like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I was like, I'm so much funnier around nerds! The nerds think I'm so funny, you guys! Like, please, oh my god. Um, okay. Uh, last one, for me at least. Guy with a mattress on the floor, or guy with super dirty bathroom? Mattress on the floor, because, honestly, like, sex isn't as noisy, anyways, and so I've been with both because I've been with a lot of people. I've been such a hoe in my day. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to send you the, or show you the video of this, this one chick. She's like, ho no mo revolution. She's like, um, one margarita and you're feeling loose. Two margaritas and that guy across the room that you thought was so obnoxious. All of a sudden, you want to give him your number, and you think he's the cutest guy ever. And I was like, don't get me wrong, you know, this is like a Bible thumper lady, but she kind of, I kind of felt seen. One margarita, and you just want to give him your number. Like, I girl, don't... one one margarita, I think there's another, there's another song about what I'm going to do about with one margarita. Yes, 100%. Um, and so... She was so funny, um, but anyways, I've been with a lot of guys, and, like, the Dirty Sink guys always have a complex, but I feel like the guys... <gasps> wait, wait, can you, like, elaborate? Like, what, yes. what is this... The Dirty okay, Sink so, guys always have a complex. Um, so, I fucked a communist with a Dirty Sink, um, because he, he always had... Okay, this is called different things in different places some people call it bowls some people call it chops but it's like bong rips that are half weed half tobacco okay so he was always emptying those out into his sink so he had like a tobacco sink Ew. i don't know no, it, was, it was it was gross but i was like so manic that like i wasn't thinking oh this is absolutely disgusting but like i had some of the best sex of my life with a guy who had a mattress on the floor because he like he was a little bit older than me, and he was... I feel like everyone who has 
or no, 90% of people who have done coke, even if it's just a couple times, are infinitely more annoying after they've done it, even if they don't do it anymore. This being said... I can, I can attest to that. Yeah. Yeah, I like, think people... Like, people don't really... People change after they do If you coke. think of that, yes, they do. And it's your choice if you want to change for the better or the worse. Um, I know a few people that have recovered that are great, but I know so many more that are, like, dicks about it. But anyways, so this guy... He had fully recovered from coke. He um, was like, I don't know, like 25, 26. Um, and we literally just chilled. And like, we had a great time. We would just like, we would talk. We would have, we had great banter. Um, he was the first person I ever did mushrooms with. And yeah, I did mushrooms. We took a, we like, we had a great, great time, and we just, like, watched Always Sunny, um, and, you know, did our little thing, um, on that mattress, um, uh, on oh the my floor. God. And, but it was... Like, every story that you're about to, like, every time you about, are about to tell me a story, I literally could not, you couldn't even, I couldn't bet money on, like, where it's gonna go. Yeah, like, I have I no idea. Yeah, I give people whiplash. Yeah. Um, and I'm kind of, like, it's weird, because... People will, like, treat me as if I'm infamous, so I know that I am infamous yeah. to an extent, but it's, like... Like, in not infamous brain, in a Pearl Harbor way. Yeah, but in like, my yeah. brain, I'm literally just, like, me. Like, this is the, 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 the body that I have to live in every day. This is the mind that, you know, that mm-hmm. I got. Um, so, you know, it's, like, shit... It'll, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, like, I've always been this way. I just, like, grew up and the haters got more jealous. Yeah. I think if you don't have, if you don't have haters, like, if you don't have, like, let's say, hey, like, one hater, you don't have, if you don't have at least one hater, then, like, you're not living your best life. You're not living your true self. And the funniest part is, like, I don't think the two of us were the ones that the people in middle school expected to get hot. No. Like... Don't you think it's interesting, like, the people you graduate with? And, it, it, I mean, this is going to sound, like, really awful, but, like, I feel like I haven't no, met a I single lo- person who disagrees. it's a little awful. It's a little awful, but, like, it's so much... It's so healing to see the people who were so awful to you and made you feel so worthless for so long do su- live such either mediocre or just, like, not great lives. Yeah. Like, I don't want anything objectively bad to happen to them, but it's just kind of like, oh, look. You. Karma. You I'm a big believer your in bed, karma. It's time to lay in it. Lay in the bed, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, all those drinks are catching up with you, and it's like, so, well, soon, soon, uh, soon enough, if all you do with your life is go out and get wasted with your friends, you're going to look like it. And the thing is, honestly, I feel like. So you can't drink like you're in your 20s forever, and if Mm-mm. you continue to drink like you're in your 20s through your 30s, you'll be dead in your 50s. Yes. Very true. I think that's a very true statement. I've just, I've seen it too many times. Yeah. It's like, people don't realize that, like, okay, you get a few years where you get to, like, fuck around and be in your peak. and then Get out of your system. Yeah, get it out of your system. I'm not even... I would disagree with the fact that that's, like, a peak, though. You know? Like, I think yeah. it's just, like, a phase. Yes, exactly. But you have to, like, get it out when you're young, and I feel like by your mid-20s is when you have to really start, like, self-maintenance, mm-hmm. like, keeping up with yourself and, like, you know, um, 
because if you don't, you don't necessarily have to be a health nut, but if you're just, if you're not like watching out a little bit about, okay. Just taking care of yourself. Yes. It's that simple. And like, I see, I see people from my high school who are, you know, 21, pushing 22, 23, who have just stopped taking care of themselves. Men. Mm -hmm. Men. Yeah. And they look disgusting. Yeah. It's like, and you just look at these men and it's like, have you no shame about how ugly you look? Because, like, some of them will have cute faces and some of them it's like, okay, you might not be, like, cute, but you can do something to make it better. Um, and there are just some people who just have problems. Yeah, like, and this is kind of, I feel like, at least for me, like, and I don't know if you've just observed it through other people that you know, like, from the past, but, like, it's not freshman year of, of college that you find out when everyone's peaked, it's sophomore and junior year. Oh, yeah. With it's the time that we're in right now where, like, people are really falling off like they're just picking off yeah because freshman year dropping like flies that's freshman year is when people everyone's still a little delulu Mm -hmm. it's not real yet yeah and they think like oh i can make this can be this is my year i can make college my my place where i'm really true because like i feel like a lot of people say you know oh high school you know high school is the worst years of your life you're gonna have a great time in college so it's and the people that we knew like in middle school because I you know I left right as high school was starting. So like in my town where I went to high school, I knew a lot of people that peaked in high school. But Abby and I, we go so far back that we know people who peaked in like eighth grade. It's actually it's so real. Like, you can be 14, and that's, like, the best that your life's ever going to be, and I'm not going to lie, like, that, you literally couldn't beat that out of me, that that's, like, your reality. Like, I think there, I don't know, you can just think of the one time, like, I don't know, I just think of so many people that, like, peaked in eighth grade. I mean, it's kind of, like, private, like, the examples that I've I've No, yeah, because I'm not going to, like, name names, but there was this one guy, we were on the school bus one day, and he was like, yeah, I got invited to this high school party, and I was making out with all these high school girls. That's gross. One of the Joeys. Wait, which one? You can name drop. You can name drop that on here. Oh, was um, it Joey? Was it Delumo? No, was his I don't older think, sister. No, no, I, I. Pabs. Yeah. Ah, Pat. Good old Pabs. Good old Pabs. Oh man. I like I, I That's like why would like dude no you're a victim. I know. Can you imagine being fully in high school? I think his brother was like two years older than us. Like, can you imagine like being like fifteen and or like, 15, 16 years old and like having interest in someone who like is in middle school? Like that's awful. Like I wouldn't like no, that's a kid. Yeah. So- There's so much development that goes on these years and I think I said this to you like earlier today. It's like it's much less what year you were born and more, like, what grade you're in. Oh, That, like, really shows your development. Without a doubt. And so, I, back in the day before Jonah Hill was hashtag canceled, um, when I was, like, 15, mid-90s was, like, peak cinema to me because oh, I... Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I know, because it made me care about skating. Yeah. But at the time, I wasn't thinking, like, it was so weird, like... Alexa Demi, what, she's, like, 30 now. Yes! Making this 
30-year-old, 25-year-old, yeah, she had to have been, like, in her mid-20s at the time. Yeah. Making her kiss, like, a 12-year-old. Like, that was, like, even, I don't even know, like, what that was or if that's, like, an experience that, like, a lot of young men go through, but, like, that's weird. Because I think, so, he was, like, trying to make it, like, this raw, vulnerable kind of show of, like, what it was like to be part of skater culture in Mm -hmm. L.A. in the mid-90s, and I get that it was a coming-of-age thing, but Jonah Hill had to make it a weird thing by, like, like, come on. Especially because... It's one thing that she's playing a high school girl, but this is a 25-year-old woman playing a high school girl. Yeah, and I feel like it's that's very common, and I know, like, for a lot of, like, legal reasons, they need to be 21 in order for them to, like, film, like, certain things or, like, act But he was 13. Roles, like, he was 13. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you couldn't have had, like, the one that he, like, they, like, end up having like, a more intimate scene be, like, someone closer to his age. Like, that's just odd. I know. I know. And... It just, like, there's so many things, like, as, you know, like, a teenager that they... Because when you're a teenager, you don't think it's weird at all. And once you're an adult and you have that adult, not only that, like, adult lens to look through it at, but also the adult realization of these were adults that were in charge of this decision making. How can anyone with our point of view, our lens think it is acceptable to do something like I this. agree like people I older think, than us oh yeah older than us like I think it's like it just always kind of shakes me when like you know like the girl in um Legally Blonde who like gets convicted I think it's like Linda Cardellini like on the stand and she like shot her dad thinking that she was gonna try and shoot her she was trying to shoot her stepmom and ended up shooting her dad she's like She's my age. She says it on the stand. She when she uh, Elle Woods finally gets her to break. She's like, she's my age. Did you know that? She's my age. Imagine if your dad married someone who was your age. Like, that is a pretty shitty thing to go through. I I can't fuck anyone old enough to be my dad. No. I like. I've had a couple sugar daddies in my day, but like you know, it's virtual. It's not real life. Um, and you know, it's like I literally just. The oldest I will go is, like, early 30s. Because I... Don't get me wrong. I like someone who... So, here's the thing. I like getting with, like... When I'm getting with queer people, I prefer queer people my age. But if it's, like, a man, I want, like, an older man who's stable, settled, has his own place, you know, can provide for himself, works a nice job, you know, like... I need to know that I am with someone who can take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's still beyond me, the idea of, like, not only just, you know, like, it's beyond me, the idea of getting with someone older, but, like, how can an older man really just like that is what they're into because I saw this graph of like the average age that women are attracted to based on age and it goes yes, up it goes up and for men it just plateaus at like 22 yeah like 20 to 22 that's the range like ew I know ew and it just makes you think like when there's older men like walking down the street even if they're not looking at you it's like well you know you're still like wondering they take a glimpse at you you're what like, are they Ugh. thinking it's like you know 
no matter what you're dressed in, it's like your your body is still public property. Yeah, that's been a big deal in um, Luxembourg for us. Is like a lot of there's been like a guy who's been, who like broke into one of the apartments that like it's like six girls no living way. in this apartment, broke in like banging on the door, like I think followed this one girl on our on a run. Like it's been really bad. Like I think we've all had a really I think a bunch of us have been talking about how like sexual harassment has been really bad. And, like, just getting ogled at anywhere you go, like, it's exhausting. And, like, that's why I, like, don't really go anywhere. It's, like, I just, it's just exhausting to walk out of my house and just be stared at everywhere I go. At least I have, like, I low-key have hella hoes in Paris, so, like, they can chaperone me. Chaperone? Yeah, I don't know. That's just been, like, a very negative experience for us. Um, But I do agree. Like, I think that, like, going forward, like, Spider-Man Homecoming... Um, he was, like, like the, um, when Tom Holland played Peter Parker in Spider-Man Homecoming, he was, like, 18 when it was filmed and 19 when it was released. Damn. It's so weird to, like, think about once you, like, start getting to that age and you're realizing the ages that people were doing things at and you're just, like, me in my, like, mind. Like, my great-grandma got pregnant at 19. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wow. Gave birth at 20. Anna Karina got pregnant at, she had just turned 20, and she never even, ha- she didn't have the baby. She miscarried. Like, I cannot imagine, she miscarried when she was my age. Like, pretty much. Wow. Like, it is, it, it's so, ima- it's so, it's so hard to imagine. I can't even wrap my head around it. Um... Like, and it's only going to get weirder the older we get. I agree. Like, sometimes I'll even look in the mirror and I'll see, like, wrinkles on my face that weren't, didn't used to be there. And I'll just be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I don't know. I think it's just, like, age, the idea of aging is, like, very much prevalent in, like, women for, like, women and, like, female presenting people, like, in our, like, culture much more than it is for, like, masculine people and um like having like lines on your face is like very big deal for like more like female presenting than like feminine presenting than like masculine presenting like you see like i don't know like clint eastwood i think this was a bit in a jimmy fallon not jimmy fallon john mulaney stand-up where he's talking about the mule no but i want to hear about it um he was on stage and he was like you know that movie the mule like Clint Eastwood is 93, and he had two threesomes in that movie that he directed. Of course. Which, I just think that's ridiculous. But, yeah, what's your um, John Mulaney story? Okay, so this is a doozy. Um, because, so I got to interact with him. Um, How's that? It, well, <laughs> there, you was know, it Wait, gonna, was it when he was on the coke or when he wasn't on the coke? When he was not. Because he was doing his, like, redemption apology tour. Like, hey, I'm so sorry I blew all my donors' money. Like, uh, everyone who has ever funded things for me, like, I blew all that money on drugs. Please forgive me, you know? Damn. I didn't know that, like, comedians get donors like that. Well, that here's the thing. When you think about it, it's, like, everyone that is, like, paying for, like, everything. Because, like, in showbiz, you know, you aren't just making all that money, like, by yourself you need people to be like uplifting you and stuff like that and so anyways i see him in astero florida at the hertz arena 
because you know my my whole family lives in middle of nowhere, Florida now. Um, I don't know why he was in Estero. And so, anyways, his demographic is usually like very mentally ill people. So when he brings up like at one point, his, oh, and he locked up phones. Like he, there were no phones. There were pouches outside of the venue that like they had a magnet that was only like it sealed it shut um once it was closed and it wasn't able to be opened until you left the venue i kind of love that yeah i know like i feel like a lot of times like i I was at Lollapalooza and like i'll take i took like maybe like one or two like videos just for myself at a set but like they weren't long and like i would see people with their phone up the whole time and it's just like ugh. Also, if I'm the, if I'm gonna be the person who has to tell people this, no one wants to see your like multi snap video of you at a concert on Snapchat. Not a single person. Like to anyone listening, like nobody wants to see your long at your you going to a long ass concert on Snapchat. Nobody gives a fuck. I picked the highlights of SZA to post. You know, like, yeah, and that's SZA. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I went to like Pitchfork last year and I recorded. Japanese breakfast, boyish, and then Jeff Tweedy comes out on stage and they do Jesus, etc. So I was like losing my absolute mind. But anyways, John Mulaney. Yes. So he locked says, up all the phones. Yeah, he's locking up the phones, and during his set, he's like, "So has anyone been in an inpatient stay?" And I thought, like, mentally ill demographic. I'm. Sh- I was absolutely sure there was going to be someone else that. Would, but I was like, maybe. And I was up in the rafters, and then all of a sudden he's looking up in the rafters, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm right next to my mom, my grandma, and my aunt. Oh my god. I got majorly self-deprecating about it, because here's the thing. My family knows everything I've been to, or been through, and I have to laugh so I don't cry. So he asked me what I got locked up for, and I was like, um, cannabis, alcohol, and also I'm a sex addict. Um, and so here's the thing. The whole audience is just staring at you. Like, stunned. Oh, my God. And, um, In Estero, Florida. Yes, in Estero, Florida. And so he's asking me how long I was in there. I was like, 10 days. Which, when your only friends are single mothers who have done hard drugs and you don't have access to your phone, it's, like, again, you gotta laugh so you don't cry. Yeah. 10 days of that and then um on top of all of that um so he's he was talking about how his like inpatient unit didn't have good food and i was like all things considered the chicken nuggets were great so i literally just like ordered the chicken nuggets at like every meal because i was like when am I going to get to order chicken nuggets at every meal ever again? Yeah. This is what I have to do to stay sane. And the thing is, that's all I really remember about the exchange because I was running on endorphins and I was trying to be funny. You like but- black out because you're like, oh, now I need to be funny too. Yes. Like, not funnier than John. Yeah, exactly. It was the, the dating a comedian thing that we were talking about. Mm. Like now, you know, honestly, I got to i had banter with john mulaney so i know that i can be in a relationship with someone who's funny we're not too funny yeah not too funny though (laughs) gotta be careful about that one red flag imagine like like, she broke up with me because she said i was too funny like i'm so worried that like if you date a comedian he's gonna like be like jerry seinfeld you into his routine or like yeah it's it's like the taylor swift of men 
Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But like Mrs. Maisel did it and she was cunty for it. She ate. Yeah, she ate so hard. Um, especially because the fact that it started because Joel wanted to be a comedian. And yeah, and she was just better. She got <laughs> hammered and showed up and like flashed everyone. I know. She was amazing. I I love I love Miriam Maisel. I was so sad when that show ended. Like I watched the whole I cried at the end of the last episode because I was like shit what do I do now wow I love that show I started watching the third season and then I just like got busy and like totally lost sight of no, it no I get that I have so it's, many shows I'm like so that. bad at like watching tv shows but I did like it a lot um so we are reaching almost an hour on the pod and I love how effortless our right? conversations are I'm glad I feel like this was good um how was your first time being on a podcast it was great you know Good. i didn't have to mince words i could just be like quirky and unhinged and quirked up shoddy bay as fuck word love to hear it all right so normally in our episodes we do an in and an out for each episode so what's in for you right now bullying men okay and what's out for you right now um the united states so real um i would say that my in right now is hmm my end right now is, like, making, like, hodgepodge stir-fries at home. Like, yeah. I'm just, like, making stir-fry. Also, low-key, this end right, my end right now is, like, what I got at the flea market was so cool. Yes! You're so cute. Thank you. And my out right now is, um, honestly, like, I'm getting, like, kind of homesick. So I feel like my out right now is, like feeling like I'm going to be in Europe for, like, a really long time. But I know that I'll, I'll like, it'll, I'll, it'll, it'll, it'll wear away. It'll pass. But no, I'm trust me, I, st- I spent, like, four months in the middle of nowhere in southwest France, and I got so homesick, and now I'm like, shit, I didn't take enough pictures, I didn't savor it enough, you know, and it's, like, sad. Um, but, yeah, like, enjoy even the rough parts, and honestly, I would suggest journaling, because I, like... I am so bad at doing it consistently normally, but I've just been in such an important transitory phase in my life Yeah. that I've just been like, if I don't record this, it is, you know, it's going to be lost forever. So real. Um, and then for each episode, we also do a song recommendation. Do you have a song that you want to recommend? West by River Tiber and Daniel Caesar. If you're trying to get down and funky with your lover, like... Turn the lights down. Cause I'm flawless. Ah. Like, their voices are so buttery, smooth. The synths. It's too much. Now Beautiful. You- My song for the episode is going to be Is This It by The Strokes. So real. Yes, Classic. it's just been in my head the entire time that I've been, like, traveling and in Amsterdam. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you Swag. for listening. Goodbye. Love-